Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Monica Moments. We're always excited to have you join us, and we're going to get right into today's conversation. Time management. Oh, we talk about time and time is of the essence. And sometimes we even find ourselves saying there's not enough time. Well, this week we want to talk about how we can maximize 24 hours in the day. I have an equation I personally use. And in this equation, I subtract the amount of hours I sleep on an average per night. Then I subtract the amount of hours I work on average per day. Then I divide that number by two. My number is five. So five times out of each day, I ensure that I see Monica in that day. So that means the other parts of the day, I have to focus and be steadfast and intentional on things I want to accomplish. Now, here's one thing about time management. It's a skill. It's something we have to develop and we have to learn how to perfect. Not be perfect at it, but certainly perfect the skill. When you look at your day, look at how you start your day. For me, the first two hours of the day belong to God and myself. I get up every morning two hours prior to having to leave the home and I pray, I meditate. Sometimes I look at videos um, and footage. I may even tap into a podcast and sometimes I read and write in the morning. But whatever I'm doing is centered around the development, the identity and the total essence of who I am. Because once I get in my vehicle, more times than not, I will I will um, have a phone call that I make or maybe even one I receive on my way into the office every day. So I am making sure that before I open the door, get into the vehicle and start my day, that I have taken the time to really tap into the surface of my soul, understand the meaning of my thoughts, and certainly prick the heart that I love from. How are you starting your day? When I hear people say they get up an hour, and I've even heard people say as close as to 45 minutes before they have to leave out of the door, I often wonder how is that looking? How does that feel? Because for me, I think it would look indifferent. It would look uncomfortable as well as unheard of in my world. When we look at time management, we also have to look at our ability to stay focused and on target. Sometimes people struggle with keeping their mind on one thought and one thing at a time. I'm sure we've heard people say, I have so much on my plate. I have so much going on. What? Here's the deal. You don't want a plate 
that suffocates you. You want a plate that can feed you. So when you're looking at time management, you have to look at your ability to focus. And here's a big one. You have to look at your ability to say no, because sometimes we find ourselves stretched and overextended simply because we could not say no. No is a complete sentence. It is certainly okay. And in some cases, no can be liberating. Don't ever find yourself pressured to say yes when you're really feeling no. Now, let's talk about something else time management includes. It includes courage, the courage to see something of value and place a commitment as well as a decision on it to carry it out. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say this, and I've been guilty of this as well, where we had a planned day. We had certain events and activities scheduled off as it relates to time frames, and we received a phone call, a text message, or an email, and it totally threw our day off. Now, here's the deal. When I say it threw our day off because we were not able to look at that situation and come out of it, instead, we find ourselves sometimes sitting in situations or in that phone call or in that announcement and then guess what happens to that priority list it's no longer a priority when we look at wasting time you know so many so many of us were on social media you know we have different accounts on different platforms but here's something that i learned personally when we're on, especially those of us that are business owners, when we're on social media, it should be used as a tool for connectivity, networking, um, prospecting, and just really understanding who we want to make that connection with and how we want that platform to look. Now, when we find ourselves on social media engaged in too much humor, too much nonsense, and not enough informed and, and, and productive things, that's when we have to just sit back and assess how can we possibly do some things differently. Now, for you telephone people, I have said this on many platforms, talking is time. And understand there are so many different ways to communicate. So when we look at the people, the, how the people like to communicate, choose the best form of communicating that does not exhaust the time you have to communicate. I hear people say this, probably women more so than men. They have two and three and four hour conversations. I'm always wondering about what, because what, now don't get me wrong. I have been on two and three hour calls too, but I either paid for them. I was learning or I was teaching frivolous comedy, uh, talking about, uh, something that's not going to evolve us in any way, two and three hours that's really a stretch when you're talking about when you're talking about maintaining good time management skills. 
here's something else too. Time management also incorporates how you see yourself. Do you see yourself as a person who deserves to get six to eight hours of sleep, um, a meal with no interruption, a drive into the office or home with no interruption, um, a movie, a good book with no interruption? It all. This is an intricate part of time management because some people, believe it or not, are allowing their time to be wasted and used and manipulated by others because they don't see the value in in teaching people how to honor their time with them. So if you are a person where you find yourself on that phone call 30 minutes more than you want to be because you don't know how to hang up or at a place that you really need to leave from, but you don't know how to get up or announce your departure. I really want you to look at what is it about yourself that blocks you or has become a barrier for you to see the value in honoring your time. Now, I want to say this, when we look at how we take our 24 hours and maximize them. If we turn in for the night and we look over our day and we find that our day was pointless or we can't identify one, two or three things productive we've done in our day, it's not shame on anything we experience throughout our day. It's not shame on anyone we experience throughout our day. It's shame on us. Because if we don't feel that we deserve that time, then we probably won't make that time. Remember at the start of this podcast, I talked about the importance of focusing. When we're focused, we are predicated and connecting to something beyond ourselves. We have, we're on a path we have a destination and we have an intentionality that allows us to get to where we're going. Now, I want to say this, as we look at family and work-life balance, it's doable and it's possible. So when we find ourselves stating that it's not enough time to create that balance, it's not the time that's the factor, it's the deficit in the skill the time management skill to be exact, because there's enough time in the day to do everything. Now here's something else too. Time management requires us to be aware. And what I mean by that, when we look at calendars, when we look at uh, itineraries, we need to stop, take a moment and read carefully what we're looking at. When we're overbooked, when we are putting ourselves out 30 minutes apart of three different events in three hours. Somewhere along the way, the awareness level was not on point because if we are aware of what is before us, it places us in position to not have to overbook, overextend and try to be in too many places. Now, let's not forget the power of no. Not now. Thank you for the invite. Because listen, guys, we can't be on every scene. And if you're one of those people who try to be on every scene, I want to save you 
from burning out if you haven't already reached there. Because you will surely burn out if you try to drive yourself at a speed that's that's beyond you. Because all it would do is extend and overwhelm you. Now, when we talk about skills, we're talking about something that we like to develop. We want to strengthen them. So if you if you're one of the people who feel your time management skills could be strengthened, I want to share a few things with you. First and foremost, look at the time you have. It it may be five or six hours in a good day that you have a lot of flexibility and creativity. Secondly, I want you to start looking at what your daily priorities are and not blur them with something that's not a priority. Number three, when we look at our goals and we look at our objectives, are they specific as well as realistic? Because we can spend a lot of time on trying to do something that's unrealistic. So you want to make sure that your goals and your objectives are certainly specific as well as realistic. Now, if there is something that's going to require quite a bit of time, listen, you don't have to be in a hurry. You can break, if it's going to require two or three days, you can break the task up and and adjust the task accordingly. So many times we find ourselves trying to take on big things and we want to make big steps along the way. Well, we can break some things up and we can we can identify and put a task on each particular day. It doesn't have to be all done at one time. And here's something else too. If you're trying to sprint and do everything so quickly, it's going to distract your time because every time you miss something, guess what happens? Now you have to circle back and pick up what you missed and start over. So when you're looking at building skills, you want to prioritize, you want to be aware of how you're looking at your at your day, looking at the moments you have to be creative and flexible. You want to look at your commitment level. And if you're having issues with your commitment level, you want to understand what what the triggers or the barriers are to you becoming committed. And then you want to be intentional. That means that when you have designed something for this day, you want to be intentional about ensuring at least 75 to 80% of that day goes according to plan. Yes, we know that we are never prepared for a crisis or something unforeseen. However, the effort in making the time to build the skills, to be productive, to be intentional, the the effort has to outweigh the excuses because if the excuses are outweighing the effort, the time management issue will continue to be an issue. So we hope today 
If you have, if you are out there and you have struggled with time in any way that you will take this podcast and look at some of our suggestions and see how you can employ them into your daily schedule. Again, as I said at the top of this podcast, 24 hours is more than enough time in the day. What makes the day maximize or minimize is how we use those hours. Be a good steward of your time. Focus on what really matters. Prioritize. Write. Be realistic. Be specific. And here's something else too. Guard your energy within your time. Don't spend all of your energy and time on mindless things at the expense of getting productive things done. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. As always, we are excited to come here and share with you every Friday a new episode. Until next week.